Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Forums. I've got Evan, Jack, and Danielle. How are we, lads? Fantastic. Yeah, all good. Have to Fine be enough. good, man. The fucking weather is sensational. I have some tan. It actually, you can't see it on this, yeah. but I have some fucking tan. Uh, yeah. That's the problem. I'm too cool. Like, once, <laughs> it's, not, once it's not red, yeah, man. you can see it there. Like my, oh, I burnt the shoulders off myself. My back oh, yeah. is fucked. Like, my back is like fucked. Yeah. Oh, I got a base tan first and then worked on it gradually over the course of a week or two, built it up for this. Your like, base tan yeah, shit, is it? Yeah. I, yeah. I think Jack looks the, the, looks pro the best. Tanner. Yeah, I thought my hair would actually kind of make it look more tanned, but it's not. It's the light here. I do not matter doing it wrong. Can we do? Can we do this again tomorrow? Do it again. Start it again. <laughs> yeah. I, need to, I need to top up my base. Did you customize the t-shirt, Jack? I uh, no, not came like this, but I suit, suited for the weather, like. Yeah, that was uh, forward thinking, to put it mildly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just Gorgeous. kind of bastardizing all my t-shirts now at this stage. I have so many. I'm just hard. fucking chopping them up, man. Actually, yeah, speaking of that. t-shirts. Oh, the boys. Oh, the boys. <laughs> the podcast was it's great. Crack. They seem like fucking dead on leds. Like. Oh, they seem sure sound, don't they? Yeah. They came across great in that, actually. I was delighted. Well, here, they came across great. They're actually dickheads. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another bang on. Yeah. Jesus. It was just interesting to hear they had so much fucking trouble in one probably time period. You know, yeah, of like yeah. six, seven months, which is kind of going, fucking hell, what's, how is that possible? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, shit hits the fan. I wonder, as the two of you obviously are in bands, you obviously can sympathize with it, but is there lessons to be learned from it by any chance? Uh, I guess you kind of like, with shit times like that, it really just comes down to, you'll, you'll notice the attitude of your band and the people in your band, if they can, if they're going to, shit and moan over everything uh you're kind of then like maybe this is too hard because when things are going really good and you're a lot busier that's when you need you know if if things are going shit and you still have everyone being like you know supportive of each other because you know some people can start trip, drifting off that's when members start falling away but if everyone sticks together during all that it'll make it even better when you're when things start actually going well you know yeah yeah, you're inevitably gonna gonna have uh, run into just run into unforeseen issues like without, yeah, without shit hitting the absolute fan and everything goes wrong. Even outside of that, you're just gonna come up up against things you didn't expect to come up against as you go along. And yeah, as Evan said, you you are uh, like people either stick around and stick together or uh, cracks appear and people drift apart. So. Well, either way, either way, you know where you stand at the end of a period like that, which yeah, is. It, which is it can make a band stronger, like as a unit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think once once the unit is strong, then you're then you're grand, really. Like unit. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. then you're going to make millions. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the vinyl um, issues as well. You know, just you know, even yeah. just small things about posting it out. You know, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. But I think they got a really good deal with uh, Crowd and Wickham. Was yeah, it? it was a really good value. Was it? Was it one and a half thousand? Was it? Right under their nose as well. You know, from McCary and everybody that I was talking to about vinyl, everybody seems to be kind of looking towards Eastern Europe. But you know, the UK yeah. is an option. Yeah, I, think, I think there's a lot of new places, new businesses, and stuff opening up doing vinyl now as well. Um, but what was the deal they got on that? Oh, two hundred fifty for um, two hundred fifty copies. Yeah. 
Yeah, for uh, it for was a really good price. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Kieran was saying, wasn't he, on his podcast, was it one and a half thousand she paid? And that's for an album as well. That's double sided, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. But like then the fact that like it's two two hundred and fifty copies is the essentially the minimum you can do. Correct. Yeah. Well, you you can no, you can do. Well, there's can places you? that do hundred. Um, there's. Just be there's type, but I mean, like, what you're going to sell them for to compare to what you're, I mean, like, it's not, you're not, you would, you probably will, to be honest. Like, I think, um, vinyl will sell a lot quicker, and a lot of bands will sell 100, even at gigs over time. They will, yeah. but, uh, it's yeah. just the amount of money you're going to get back for it. Where if you, if you're unsure, it's great. Like, look, we'll get it on 100 or for yeah. a limited, like, if you were doing a split or something like that, 100 is great. But it, it kind of is more about, um, in the long run, how much can you maximize your profit that you're not going to come out with a loss or just completely break even. Mm, so for yeah. the, price that, the price that they got is great. I think um, Colin from Zora sent me the link to them uh, about a month or two ago, just seeing if I'd, if I'd heard him. And then I saw him on the podcast talking about it. like um, Because for so long, you were very limited on where you can get vinyl. Mm. Like, there was very like within the world there was very little actual places printing vinyl and now that it's starting to um become so much of a bigger thing there is the market that people will yeah. start started it up again it's very it's an expense yeah it's yeah it's expensive to do you know like vinyl's always gonna be expensive but i think that people will i know people that don't have a record player that will buy vinyl straight away do you know what i mean Mm. And there's something about owning a physical copy of something as well, and especially something like vinyl, where you're really going to see all the artwork and effort put into it. Like, yeah, sure. it's a great point. And I just wonder how many people out there <laughs> are are really Four. into vinyl <laughs> properly that will actually, because I know a few that actually are so into it that they they treat their record players like it's actually. Um, a piece of musical equipment like a guitar and stuff. They oh yeah, yeah, obsess yeah. Obsess over it, you know. I thought you were going to say like a child, and I just imagine somebody yeah. trying to breastfeed a fucking vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> no, far from it, man. We've all been there, you know. <laughs> um, only me. Tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is it an obsession amongst musicians? The vinyl. I I, think so. I know it's an obsession yeah, amongst fans. Music a, lovers, like... Yeah, it's an obsession yeah. amongst them, but is it an obsession amongst musicians? Is it there's, as there's so thing. important mm. for a band? Like, the like uh, Evan, you're finished recording the whole lot. That, that whole thing is done. Yeah. How soon did a conversation come up about vinyl? Before we went recording it. <laughs> Always. To be honest, it, it's something i've wanted to do everyone in the band i think everyone in a band want there's one thing of having it on a cd or digital download and everything is great and i know you have to go with the times but i we, it was just it was just happening you know like we regardless of what we had to go through it, we were just we were, we were just going to make it happen you know like it's i think it, again it's that thing with the unit when things are going fucking shit everyone just like kind of comes together and like, right, we're, we're, we're making this happen regardless of how long it takes or cause vinyl is a very time consuming process as well. That's the thing. It's not, uh, you can get CDs done up very quick and high numbers, but vinyl takes 
a while to do and you're getting sent a test pressing, you might get one or two test pressings just to make sure that, you know, tracks are in the right order, that, you know, everything so, like that is... So we'll, just, like take, shit, we'll right? just take that point. If you get a test pressing, how many in the band have an actual record player? In Worn Out? Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the funny I'm thing sorry is, now for is, putting on the spot, no, but it, that's, I that's totally my get point. You. The funny thing is, is Alex... I'm not going to get in trouble. I don't care though. Okay. Alex loves collecting vinyls. Like he, like he loves it, but like he, he's very like, he loves collecting things. Like even with games and like he'd have figurines that he, I'll pick one up and he'd be like, don't fucking breathe on that. That's 500 euro. Yeah. Like, you know, but it is, a lot of it can be like collectors, a very much a collector thing. Like people would buy vinyl, not even take the sleeve off it. And that's, I, I, I get that. I really honestly do. I love listening to them, but I'm not. I won't shit on someone for using it as a collector's thing because they are a collector's thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially when you're getting bands like smaller bands where they're only doing like two or three hundred presses. Like having that in, um, sit in the the what's the fuck plastic casing? I don't know. Mm. I always rip it off straight yeah. away. So I don't, sleeve, yeah, I said rip it off. So I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, wonder. Shot over it, like, I just wonder are um, a lot of bands just put under pressure to have that um, option for vinyl when there's um, actually sometimes there's actually no need. Just get well, your the physical copy from me will be the CD. And, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, you can I do your digital thing. Vinyl. God alone, yeah. they they don't have physical copies of the EP. Do you mean? And no one. Yeah. There you go. Great example. No one bat an eyelid about that. Like that's no one said anything about that. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's more just. I don't know. Some people love it. Some it, like at the end of the day, people will listen to it uh, digitally more than anything. Like I, if I have a an album on final, I'm going to listen to it ninety percent of the time on an iPod or listen to it on. Yeah, I have iPods. Like <laughs> a good example here, lads. You get you get left with merch. So like the uh, Joe the Paranoid Beast, when they started doing gigs, mm-hmm. they they yeah. like had a, a stand of merch for all the all the bands. Yeah, yeah. And I spent more of it, and I remember Con started printing stuff. Somehow I ended up with that uh, that merch stash in my possession. But like <laughs> literally like twelve copies <laughs> of the God Loans first EP here. They probably don't even like as in they can. Don't say that, but we will sell them on for choice. Sell them on the black But there's a box of of a cork metal merch in there. Uh, I love that. That's such a cork thing. Like, but there's just it's just so much merch left over at the end of it, you know. And I think God alone obviously learned from that, and just with the um with the second one. Um, or even the third one was just that they just didn't mm. do a physical copy and like no, and no I would love to have that fucking yeah. physical copy yeah, and CD savage. would yeah. I be arsed if it was vinyl no I would rather the CD and would just you, throw it you, into it, the car the and vinyl thing isn't a, isn't a thing for you really no and you? I and I am old school I mean fuck it do you I have mean, the, your, your, your jacks and your wallet and your in your room is all the tape yeah, yeah it's like, cassettes so. yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah yeah so We'll say back in 86, 87, it was easier to get vinyl than CD, obviously, because yeah, yeah, it went yeah. out. Yeah. And then it was always a case of vinyl versus tape. You go vinyl. And mm. then 
you're going through the years back in you're into the 90s and then you're kind of going well vinyl is all good but vinyl fucking scratches um, yeah vinyl fucking warps yeah and then when walkmans it's, it's, came in as well you could walk like you know being able to walk go, somewhere yeah. and listening to it's a whole other thing it's i think conveni- other thing. convenience then is what started taking over it you know like yeah i am I not i am not bothered with vinyl but i yeah. understand why people obsess about it um the la- i got the vo- i got the vinyl of elder druid and that was just solely solely to promote the band yeah and yeah just to just to help him as well you know mm-hmm. otherwise i wa- i was i had it on cd i had it on fucking digital download but i just yeah. said i'd support the band and buy it on vinyl yeah, i was not you're sound, is it, like, is it, i'm sound is it kind of a thing as well though that it depends on the kind of genre of metal that the bands are Definitely. i think uh, i think mm-hmm. like the god known fans wouldn't be the type to buy vinyl while elder Jude fans definitely would be I think that's a big thing as well. Definitely. And like, it's kind of interesting. I thought it was interesting that Gallop decided to do cassettes. Yeah. And that kind of a Cassettes are coming back that. huge now as well. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're always black a black metal thing. Yeah. Black yeah, metal, yeah. yeah. Black so I think it very much depends yeah, on I think that. That's like, a great you know? point. Great mm. point there. Like, the death metal and black metal kids, like from, from the uh, late 80s, early 90s, grew up tape trading. Um, True. Yeah. With Doom and stuff, I think you have there's a big kind of throwback element where you have a lot of kind of people looking back, even as far as you know, Sabbath and stuff. And there's that kind of vinyl sound that people are trying to capture, like you know, more analog thing or whichever. But like, if you're but that's that's the that's an interesting point then of bringing it into into current day, like a current the current day scene. So you have a band like Worn Out, and I, I think it would be interesting to see. Uh, like how you'd go with the vinyl, like how you're. I know you, you said it's something you want to do, um, mm. but I'd be very interested. See, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will sell. Like, but um, it'd be interesting to see how the like how a hardcore audience would would take a like a vinyl release. Yeah, I think I think as well. Like, there's not like not to say in any way that I'm like, oh, we'll sell whatever. It's more. I think when it does come out, will be at a time. I'm not going to tell because I don't know, but. Um, it will come out at a time now where, where during all this, I feel like people are, will be more inclined to want to buy something or come to a gig or, you know, when it gets yeah. to a level that we can actually gig. Do you know what I mean? I've said it loads of times on this because I just, me, for for us, I just don't see, we'd have a burst of selling it online, which is great. Yeah. But the whole thing is like when we're at a gig, amount of times because we've released singles and we've done we've done the download only thing we've had them up for free and there's people that will still pay money for that and that still blows my mind mm. but it's that thing of like when someone comes up to your merch desk being like um like asking for like there's there's a guy in Kilkenny Johnny's his name and I hope he's listening to this but we play Kilkenny like Kilkenny of all places and he was just coming up being like when the fuck are you getting vinyl and like was just yeah. like staring at me being like when are you getting vinyl i'm like <laughs> so i'm actually doing it because he's bigger than me so <laughs> that's the only reason i am so fucking scared of him <laughs> yeah you just wonder and that's just getting back to the whole point our band our band's being pressurized to fucking release vinyl and it could fuck them up down the, the down the road for putting so much money into it and then just not moving the product you know 
yeah. That's my it's worry. Just a, That's it's all. just a decision. It's just a decision. Like you make your own decisions. If if yeah, you do very something much. out of pressure and you get fucked over, then that's your own fault, really. If you, you have to kind of have, it, yeah. I think it, it's no. like if with vinyl, like even if I had 100 vinyl stuck in my house and we just bring it on tours and sell a few here and there, I think the want for what we have and just the belief that we have in the EP and everything is like, obviously we want it, it to sell. I think a lot of it will be online, people listening, like with different articles, different uh, magazines, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's like there's going to be a thing checked off all our lists of having it yeah. on vinyl. That's a that's a huge thing. There is there is selling it and there's worrying about that. We're not we're not so worried about it or not worried about it that we think oh we're, we're, we'll sell them all. It's fine. Like we're not putting ourselves yeah. on any pedestal or think we're better than we are but we're just confident in what we can do with the release when it does come out and how we can push it, that the amount of vinyl that we're planning on doing won't be sitting in, uh, uh, won't be sitting in a house for yeah. fucking a how year. How far away bedroom. are you for? How far away? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not going to say anything um, just because it, it will. It'll probably be a situation where they're they're collecting. They're sitting. They, they'll. We'll have them a good bit before they're even. An, an oh no! I'm not. I'm not on about like, vinyl. But I'm. How far away from an actual release? Don't know. Honestly, still um, unsure. It, it's it's, it's done and dusted. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, the, like again, yeah. the thing There's is not done. Back. Just, There's no artwork is done. No. They're ready every, to rock. Yeah. Yeah. Ready. Ready to go. Really. Um. There's a few. There's move, moving cogs that are outside us um, that, you know, so it's not just like we could be like, oh, we're ready to go now. But it, there's other things that need to be in the same. Everything needs to be ready to go a good bit in advance. Um, and again, the main thing is we have to tour. Like we, we're releasing this so it gives us a push to get better gigs. And that's how I see releases. So we get bigger and better shots. Yeah. Um, because I actually I hate recording. Like <laughs> I know we, I know we touched on it, lads. But um, I'm sure, like me, you're all watching bands releasing still through mm -hmm. this shit period and where nobody can tour. To them, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your opinions on on that? I mean, and it's, and you're the prime example. Worn out, have it done, dusted since when? When did you finish the whole product? When was it actually done, dusted, and ready to rock? In an ideal world, you could have released it when? Um, done and dusted, I'd say, like, two months ago. Everything. But, like, again, there, for a release like that, there's a lot of planning ahead. Just say, I know, just say, we'll say, if you had, you had all your tour dates, the whole lot, when was the EP originally supposed to be released? May, we June? Well, we were we were hoping more for like August September. Oh, okay, um, so it was still a just, good bit back. Okay. Yeah, because again, like uh, there was a lot of plans that we have to imp that we're not like even with it coming out now, we don't want to just get rid of that and try to get it out as quick as possible because we can. It's like we have the plan that we know will will do us what we hope will do us well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So as I said, there's plenty of other bands, um, and and I mean. <laughs> you have to admire them just releasing oh, it out so into much, so into, much like and, and oftentimes it yeah it'll make me nearly just second guess what i'm doing 
but and I, there's a lot of people in the same boat. There's some bands that has worked so well for like it really, really, really like uh, the Scratch. I think number one, they, they decide to release the album four months earlier with no promotion, no nothing, just like fuck it, we're putting out in two weeks. <clears throat> I think it was like the top. It was a top ten selling album like and not just like in the the alternative charts like in the irish charts it was in the top 10 you know what i mean like i think they've yeah. nearly they've released album or um finals i think i can't remember how much they actually got printed but i remember seeing a post that there's like 50 or 100 left do you know and like i bought i bought that the second the pre-order came out like they'd posted it within 10 minutes i had it bought like so they they kind of have the backing behind them that they they I feel like they they can do that like you know okay okay so we're gonna listen to one of those um it's rest of nation.
Okay, so that's it. Um, just for those that don't know anything about Rest of Nation, they were formed in 2014. Um, they're alternative electronic based music. I suppose they kind of fuse heavy metal ambient and progressive technical metal. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so shout out to Chris, Kieran, Ben, Kian, Tony, Neil, and John of the band. And we'll just put it over to you there, lads. Are you happy enough with that? Uh, the EP is coming out on June the 12th, and it's called Lucidium. This track that you were listening to was Coma. I think it's such such a well well laid out track. Like that's on, honestly, I think as well vocally is what properly carries that. Like not not that it's resting all on vocal shoulder, but that um, chorus is unbelievable. So fucking oh, good. Man. So That's like I can I can really see that on something like a uh, Sirius XM in America. Like I could mm, see yeah. that on a on genuine um heavy rotation uh yeah, yeah. for that. Do you know what I mean? That that also would be so good in something like a need for speed game or mm, yeah, actually. you know, it's like yeah. I get like the second I heard it, I'm like that's like there's a huge, huge uh mar- market for that that sound. And it feel it is very different to a lot of um, other bands in Ireland, which is great to be able yeah. to, like straight away that they, they, they stand out. They really that that track stands out to me as something that's not. It's not. It's it's not the same as everything else. Yeah, I think you got yeah. it there with, the, and it is a sound more mm. so. Um, they're not exactly heavy metal, um, but they they kind of flirt in and out of it. Um, I, yeah, I yeah. certainly can. I I can see metalers liking it, but mm-hmm. I can see it. See a broader base catching up on that as well. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of like there was bands kind of back in maybe 2013 doing similar stuff. It was re- reminiscent of that. Yeah. But it doesn't feel dated, which is really really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's really accessible to people as well that don't listen to metal, but that that chorus is just so catchy. Yeah. I'm just going around humming that chorus all same. weekend. I was doing the exact same thing. Yeah, exact yeah. same. And, thing. and it was it's a re- it was a really pleasant surprise to to hear an Irish band or metal band doing something like that. That was it's trying to be you know as well as something it's not trying to be anything, but it's doing the catchy thing. You know, it's doing the yeah. popular thing. Um, and not hiding behind obscurity just in case people say you might say you know whatever <laughs> yeah. it's it's failing in its mission but just doing a catchy song like just doing a banger like that and pulling it off I I, I just loved hearing that just sitting there yeah yeah and I had just a smile breaking out across my face when the chorus kicked in and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. the was the same. and they did it like Mm. It's a, it's a song I can't wait to hear live. Like yeah, to go very up. much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't wait yeah. to see it live. Anthem, yeah. like. Would you be surprised if it was played on the radio? I wouldn't think so. No, not at all. Depends on radio. Not here, but... really, like, yeah, yeah. Again, like something like Sirius XM, like that. Like over mm-hmm. over in the states, there's a lot more of those rock and metal kind of bass things. But I guess that that that'd be playing there all the time. Like, yeah. yeah, you could hear it definitely on BBC Radio One. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the rock definitely show. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Anywhere that isn't here that you could hear, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. would love it. Now, Tony also said that it, like it's about kind of suicide and um, a lot of dark thoughts and stuff. But you wouldn't pick that up actually on the the song unless yeah. you actually listen to the lyrics or read the lyrics. 
think that's a nice contrast to, to it do is that sometimes to, you yeah. know um to do a kind of something you can move to you're diving to it and then yeah to see the the depth of what's behind it when you look a bit closer it's a really cool contrast i think they pulled off yeah i think so too so um big thumbs up from all of you yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah two horns the next track is from neon empire uh they're dublin based again they're electro metalcore and they have a new ep out as well um it's called distorted reality and this is the title track so we'll have a listen to it now
Okay, I'll give you some uh, information. Okay, so they're a four-piece from Dublin. The band was formed by guitarist Hassan Ali. And over the time, they got John on voice, screams, you could say. Uh, Veronica, female drummer, fucking respect on drums. Tom on bass. And they actually had a lot of success with a song called... Um, this clarity and it fe it featured dead by april vocalist jimmy strimmel is that the video with like the the neon the lights yes, this, and Pontus, yeah because i was doing a um, bit of research on them right did 40 44 000 views on youtube for that video alone you know mm. so there's definitely a big audience for them and um you know the ep it says contains metalcore elements with techno-inspired synth lines to create an original energetic sound. Is it I think, an original I think energetic sound, first of all? On that, that view? I think, it's, I think it's definitely a, a younger sound. That's mm -hmm. like, it's, I think what you're saying there, like I wouldn't be surprised that one of their videos has like 40,000 views. Not something um, I would listen to at all you know but i'm well aware of that there is the market for them do you know what I mean like they that like that forty thousand thing do, just doesn't surprise me like but i mm. it's just that's not i'm not the guys they're they're trying to get to do you know what i mean like them i would not be someone that would listen to that i think it's great great musicianship and all but just not my not my bag at all like yeah, I enjoyed the guitar solo actually. Mm. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> but again, nice I, I think you got it right. Um, it's above my age profile, or sorry, it's below my age profile, I should say. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, comparing it to the rest of the nation, I can associate it, I can associate myself more so to the rest of the nation than Neon Emperor. But again, I can see it reaching a different audience. And Completely. Yeah. I think it would. Um, I think it would very much appeal to people who are into like the newer Bring Me the Horizon, yeah. that kind yeah, of yeah. vibe, yeah, yeah. Parkway Drive, that kind of. Yeah. Um, as well, like kind of to echo what I was saying about uh, Resignation, I can hear like like 2012 EDM, the kind of dance music influences there mm. um, at the start in particular. So yeah, it's definitely, it wouldn't be my taste either. Um, like I wouldn't have been the biggest fan of the tune vocals in it, um, but definitely I think there's a big audience for it. Um, even more so in the UK as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got that as well. I, I think, feel like um, if they got, like if they reach, there, there's people somewhere um, outside, uh, there's, you know, 13, 14 sitting outside a, shopping center right now that are just listening to that on the phone being like this is the best thing i've ever oh, heard. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and fair play for yeah. well for what it is they could i think they could like trim down one or two parts all right um just to kind of maybe get more intensity into the track as a whole i, think I thought it was a are you saying as in are you saying like would say the intro thing where it was yeah yeah, yeah i thought it was intro, instrumental the first time i heard it yeah, yeah the intro yeah. and then the build up to the solo there's just a few parts there 
where again comparing it to rest of the nation uh if you if you could just trim down some parts it would it would just contain a lot more intensity i think um so just those kind yeah. of songwriting nuances sometimes can make some pop a bit better but it's it's good i'd say they they know what they're what they're at mostly there with that like yeah, I you think this what? is us looking at it on people that aren't into this type of thing, being like, "Would you change it to make it like what I like?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is not what they want. Like, yeah, do you know what's interesting yeah. as well? Guess who produced it? Me. Oh, I know. It is fucking J- Josh. He, Josh. yeah, yeah, he makes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds great. Like, I've not. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. He did a great job. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sounds. I, it I sounds just, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving about the sound of it. Like, <laughs> no, no. I just. I'm just. Yeah. Saying it's interesting that Josh it is, is yeah. known for his that metal productions yeah. and I feel like he's fairly broad though. I feel like he can do yeah. a lot of. I feel like if you, I, I think it's a lot of heavier bands are going to him, but I feel like if like an acoustic, I'd love to hear him do something like folk. You know, just completely. He can I, do. I, 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 yeah, he definitely, yeah. he definitely can, it, and I'd like, I'd like to see what what he would what he would do to it. Like it sounds great. Again, the production is very. I think when you're getting into that younger. For, style like even with the kind of gent thing production is such a fucking huge thing okay stop it there right explain gent now we came across across it before but i think you need to explain gent for the older listeners we'll say of the show what is gent gent i think hit its like prime in Maybe 2013-ish. Maybe I'm probably something younger, yeah. older. Maybe so before, around, before that, a bit before that. Yeah, like you're getting bands like Periphery where it's yeah super technical. Um, a lot of it is like kind of an it's it's a lot a lot of it is groove like an open rhythm odd time kind of uh, groove thing. But then you're getting like these beautiful kind of clean vocal things on top of it. Like um, there was different versions of Gent where it's like the really heavy Gent that. Mm almost came out of like a deathcore thing but then you're going to like periphery where there's clean, cleaner vocals and it's like it's basically pick pick a series of three or as many numbers as you want and do it in triplets so if it was like two and just put different numbers in i once wrote a gent song and i used my phone number yeah. So it was like, bam, it's just, I think it's, um, for me, it's like, you know, the, kind of start with Meshuggah, I think. Um, but it's like, Gent for me is like Meshuggah becoming a genre um, and it not being anything really like Meshuggah. See, I put um, Meshuggah just as tech metal. Word. Yeah, gent like so. I, you wouldn't call him sugar. Yeah, you wouldn't call him a sugar gent. But any time I ever heard, get your head kicked gent, in, like gent. I was just like, this is just like sugar Only it's not as good. Or, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Not as like just. Do you remember? But do you remember like gent? Gent? Or like it was fucking huge. It was the only yeah, thing yeah. that like was yeah. everyone like, and I. I there's still some bands that I listen to that would be like Chimp Spanner. Do you remember them years ago? Like this also is like Gent goes hand in hand with good production of like when yeah. people have been able to, a lot of it was like guitarists that yeah. were doing like from home 
this was like eight still putting and up seven strings and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like so a lot of stuff going up on MySpace. You're finding bands from MySpace, realizing yeah. that that entire band is actually just yeah. one fiend. Yeah, programming the rest. The internet like, thing. Yeah, it was a big part of the internet and home production and and, exactly. and what you can do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, okay, uh, so that's gent. Yeah. Never, yeah. never fucking heard Shit. of it until until it came Shit up there sugar. lately. And I just goes, Jesus Christ, how could you <laughs> define gent? Right, regular listeners of the forums, and I know there's fucking plenty of you out there. I'm sure you're all waiting to hear what we thought of Evan's suggestion for every time I die. Can I start? <laughs> oh, I know. I, I was waiting for you. I was, wa- I, want, I was waiting for you. Give it to me. <laughs> You changed my life, motherfucker. Yes, I knew it fucking yeah. would. <laughs> I knew it would. I oh, knew it stop. would. stop. Okay, I'll have to put it into the hole where I, I checked them out. Drove put it into to the whatever beach. hole you want, buddy. Drove to the beach, had my headphones. I knew absolutely nothing about the band. Only that you've name-checked them. Baylor have, che- have name-checked them. Promptly, Chris. And maybe Jack or maybe a few others, you know, I knew zero about them. Put them on the headphones, went for a walk on the beach. And I'd say <laughs> probably f- two minutes into the song, I'm just going, Jesus Christ, where were this band all my life? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, ridiculous, ridiculous. But what I loved about them is they're savvy. They're clever. Yeah. They know, they know what a fucking... What makes the recipe for a great song? Mm-hmm. Their singer is just fucking up there with one of the best frontmen, and I will say that yeah, I've ever heard. I fully agree. Fully I've agree. ever heard, and that's high praise for me because I'm going back to the early eighties onwards. Yeah. Jesus Christ! So, um, I was very, very interested to see how they can translate that live, and I watched. I don't know did. Maybe one of you put up the link, but I, I watched the homecoming one in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the Christmas one. Yeah, that was to the season. Yeah. Right way through all that time. And again, the easiest thing in the world is just to go onto your phone and check them out, you know, Google who's in the band and all that. I never thought they were actually, they had two guitarists. Never yeah. thought it. I always thought there was just one guitarist. And I can see how influenced Baylor are with them having mm. listened to Every Time I Die because the fucking tone it's all yeah, about the yeah. tone um, and I think myself Richard, I'm afraid you're going to start crying man <laughs> <laughs> it's getting emotional it's getting emotional I, I <laughs> you know some people don't like clutch but fucking these lads clutch is sick these lads are clutch on steroids. Yeah, it's that, southern, it's that southern sound Absolutely. that I feel like. It's, yeah, it's hardcore, but it's, it has that southern twinge to it. There's that level of dirt to it, like. Yeah. So yeah, I, sure. I, of course, got the wrong fucking album, Evan. I went with, is it Big Dirty? Is Big Dirty, was? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, the, they, they were the two that I was switching between, so. Mm. So I listened to Big Dirty before I went with um, New Junk Aesthetic. And yeah. it's a tough one. Um, I know Big Dirty came out before New Junk, so obviously everybody expected them to progress. Still at this moment, because I'm just kind of a newbie in relation to the stuff, I 
fractionally prefer Big Dirty at the moment, yeah. but I so can do I. S- I can see <laughs> I can see the progression where they went to after Big Dirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm not lo- offended. I'm just I'm glad you like it. Like, <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. Songs that I love. Um, Roman Holiday, great opening. Oh yeah, that riff. Yeah, who invited the Russian soldier? I love it. Yeah. Um, Wanderlust is clutch on speed. Um, White yeah. Smoke, one of my favorites. Turtles on the way down again. And, Superman. Uh, yeah. Superman. <laughs> All I'll say is thank you. Oh, no, thank you for having me on the podcast, man. <laughs> I also said I wasn't, I, before we even start recording, I was like, I don't want to smoke oh, cigarettes thanks. on this because for so, yeah, I'm going to fuck now. I win. <laughs> you, you go for it. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay, over to you, Jack. Um, I yeah, fucking Roman Holiday at the start. The it's like the tremolo line in the back. That shit, that's just going over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that and like some of the lyrics on it were just unbelievable. Um, yeah, again, I Wanderlust. Um, Marvel, the marvelous slot as well, just because like I had, I had, like, yeah, I thought a few times during the album, I was like, oh, like Dillinger Escape and. Even in like folk, some of the vocal patterns, just like I could tell they've come from. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you, you know how I feel about that shit. Like I do, yeah. Um, so then uh, I just been listening to it. Let's say Joe on on YouTube on one track where it's the full album. So yeah, I just, yeah, just yeah. Go for a walk and throw yeah. the full thing on, and it was only today I sat down and looked what was actually kind of the tracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, that one, yeah, Roman Holiday, the Marvelous Slot, uh, Wanderlust, and Turtles All the Way Down. But what I did find about it was, like, it's such a dense album. So, like, there's... So, like, the way they, they transition between grooves is unreal. And you're, like, everything is, like, kind of catchy and immediate. But at the same time, it's just so dense. There's so much packed into that. Was it 40 minutes or something? Yeah, um, yeah. It feels like you're after listening to about 80 minutes worth of music by the end of it in a good <laughs> yeah. way, like in also in a way that, like, you know, 10, 10 listens in, you're going to catch another hook, you know, yeah, or a riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just so much in there. So you I can hear the converge in it more in that like sense. That. Yeah, yeah. No Which leads either, as such. Not much in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can you just see what you can do without without that as well, like just, uh, mm. you know, Come on, Daniel. The way you. I'll be honest, like when I when you said every time I die, and I remember like seeing them in like slam dunk and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of what I associated them with, and I seen the artwork. I was like, this is gonna be a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> 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 and I started listening to that shirt on when I was working. What a load of shit! Listen to I was like, this is fucking class. And I think the southern vibes really got me. Yeah, yeah. I love Crowbar. I love I love all yeah. that southern kind of sound, and I was surprised by that. And um, Definitely, like, you throw on a track and you, you just don't know where it's going to end or where it's going to go next. And I kind of like that kind of journey that I'm taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really fucking cool. And I'm definitely going to check them out more. And, um, yeah, so I'll probably try that other album that Richie's on. The Big Dirty. The big yeah, dirty. the big... Yeah, the, the two that I was given... Um, I was given the CDs um, by my friend and they came with, like, DVDs as well of like they have like shit happens and everybody po- no not everybody poops i can't remember what the thing is but they're just like you start like i got like you almost feel like not you know the band like i'm not gonna give them a fucking ring around like but you're like you just get their vibe that they're there's i think in the big dirty 
um, lyrically, there's a lot of satire in it. Like there's yeah. so like there's one lyric is like um, if I get remember this now. I didn't tie my hair in a ponytail for nothing. So if I don't go home alone, I ain't going home. Or if I don't, yeah, if I go home alone, I ain't going home at all. Like, you know, shit like that is like, even writing that down, being like, I'll fit this in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get this in. Yeah. I think there was more humor and more adventure in the Big Dirty. And yeah, yeah. In New Junk, I think they kind of funded it down a bit more focused. And mm. I, I don't know much about him. I'd imagine the new junk probably elevated him to another level again. I, I, I don't know. It, yeah, no, I, th I think it was. I think it was the new the thing. The thing with Every Time I Die is um, they've, like, so many massive bands have supported them and they're, they've, like, had the longest career. It's like 20-something years that they've been, like, constantly touring. But if they have this thing that they're, they're not going to go with a, a major label like they have their best mates they'll be best mates with all the biggest fucking bands like you metallica know them like you know they yeah. probably have their like they they know them all they're just fucking they seem like real like proper proper road hogs like but yeah. um, they're an institution of a band like yeah like i i can't imagine it could happen though because they have a new album coming out and they've been putting up tiny clips of it and it's it's going to be phenomenal but like they could easily be on Roadrunner. Like you know, like they they've got offers for big labels, and it's just they don't want to be like they're building like a, it's like they've been going for so long, but it's like they're building a, a, a legacy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that band, or you should give a band signed to a label. Everything's massive. Like signed to Roadrunner, off like you know, and then it's fucking huge best thing ever best thing ever and then the next thing everyone's just shitting on them it's like they've oh, just yeah, yeah. they've yeah. never ever ever had any time for that long and that many albums this is their ninth one their next one is going to be their ninth never had people just being like nah fuck them there's never been like a, a bad like oh, there's probably bad times at the band or whatever but there's never yeah. been like unanimously poorly received reference yeah or whatever. never mm. never has that yeah. ever happened and they're just i feel like there's if two you, brothers we, in the band as well isn't there yeah um the singer and the guitarist one the I, guitarist they're they're brothers let's let's do this for another topic brothers are family members and bands I've, this is the first. This is the first to, time ever to. I've ever been in a band that um, aren't related. I was Isaac oh, yeah. and Xander were related. Um, every, uh, the other band I was the previous band I was in, White Line Fever Brothers, Chemical Addiction, um, Uncle and Nephew. Do you know, I've. I think it's. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one, man. Yeah, it's a good topic. Um, Gojira as well, man. Mother of oh Jesus. Did any of you see the Red Rock concert? Oh, still haven't. I, it's fucking, it's yeah. stupid. Everybody's bro. saying that. I yeah. still haven't watched it's, it. Like, unbelievable. Gojira yeah. yeah. are another band that I feel like I, I, I want to get really into. Like there was, I remember like, I think they're one of their first albums or something. I don't even know how many they have now, but mm. it could, they could only have one for all I know. But no, no. Um, I know one of the earlier ones, again, um, Dan, who was in, chemical addiction he was he would play that to me and i just thought it was the fucking heaviest thing ever kind of fell fell out not fell off my radar because you can't escape gojira like you know they're everywhere 
yeah. I mean, if they come to Ireland, it's a no-brainer. If yeah. you're working or if you're not working. I feel yeah. like that's a gig I will go to. Like, you I, take, like I'll you hear take that. the holiday. Yeah. You take the pain of yeah, the without it. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. I feel like they're a band now that so many people that I know swear by them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There is that one tune that um, if you're in Fred's, the <laughs> what's that tune like? That's Silvera. I haven't a clue. You're yes, probably right. Like I haven't a fucking clue. <laughs> but yeah, and aren't there cousins in that? If you keep telling me. Do, well, the, there's two brothers, the drummer and this. Oh, the brothers. The, 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 the drummer and the guitarist, vocalist, they are oh. our brothers. When they open with only pain, and the John that drum is dun 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 I'm going to start this off with one there announced right away. Go, go on, boy. You can't wear fucking sunglasses. <laughs> do, boy. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck them, like. That's straight yeah. away, straight away, Richie. That's one day you can't wear yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, you can't, can't, wear, sunglasses. can't wear sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't. <laughs> on M Shadows. M Shadows. He is. He's, he's a bop-off. What are you talking about? Like? You know it. You know it. <laughs> I'm going to start off, right? Because it happened in the Krushkin lawn many, many years ago. And... I'm not sure what band was playing, but it was a serious band. It was a band from Europe, Hail of Bullets or someone like that. So I arrived there and I was supposed to meet my mate there. <laughs> I'm not going to name and shame him, but he oh, yeah, arrived. Like... All right, it was Timmy from Europe. <laughs> 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 you really twisted my fucking hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was difficult. <laughs> he arrived at the gig with a fucking jumper on him. You do not go to a metal gig with a fucking what? jumper on you. Right? What do you mean no. go with a jumper on you? Like, what about hoodies? Like, no, no, this is a fucking a no, knitted jumper. <laughs> oh, like a, a cardigan? Like... No, it's a fucking jumper with a fucking pattern like on it. Like a sweater, like. It's oh, not a yeah. sweater, it's a jumper. It, this is not. <laughs> lads are getting confused. Like you wear to work. Xander Collins oh, plays. I get you. I get you. Xander, Xander plays gigs with, and I've said it to him every time he plays them with fucking, like, jumpers. Jumper, like, jumpers he's, like he's, yeah. it's fucking hot up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. about it being hot, it's just fucking not on. It's just, <laughs> you don't fucking wear a jumper to a fucking heavy metal gig, right? I've Simply never heard that. that now. I've never heard that. So, so anyway, well, so he the... arrived wearing this uh, navy jumper with this kind of uh, kind of zigzag pattern that basically your mother would have fucking knitted back in the 80s and stood there alongside me. <laughs> and, I'm, I, and I'm looking yeah, at him fair going, play. what the fuck, man? Have you anything underneath it? Like, and he said, what? Like, That's, you're wearing a jumper. Take the fucking jumper off. And he's going, oh, I'm grand. And I goes, dude, take the fucking jumper off. This is embarrassing. And then to our right, there was like three or four kind of dudes looking at him and looking at me. And I'm going, oh, my God, there's, there's, <laughs> there's something else going on here. 
So, oh, do you, who who are they? The fucking fashion police, like. <laughs> this is it, though. Nino. It, it looked <laughs> like the fashion police wanted to kick the shit out of him, basically. Fuck so, the fashion police, boy. So, so, ti- so, yeah. so Timmy walked off and headed down to the jacks with the jumper on him, and straight away two of the boys of the fashion police, as you want to call them, came up to me and they went, "See drug squad, CDS." Absolutely not. I'm not DS. Well, your fucking mate is because he looks like DS. I'm going, look, I've asked him to take the fucking jumper off. He will take the jumper off. Oh my God. It'd be different at a festival if you're coming with a fucking Ireland jersey, like a rubby jersey and a cap asking, do you guys have any ecstasy tablets? (laughs) 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 Fucking narc. So there is my. Unwritten rule of metal, don't wear a fucking jumper at a heavy metal gig. To me, Richie, that whole experience sounds more like something that would happen in like a biker gang or some shit than a, <laughs> than a gig. Like, but, uh, very Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Okay. Um, I think the one thing is like, um, like bands, people wearing their own... Um, bands t-shirt or merch or anything like that. That was sure. such a fucking, growing up, it's like, if you ever wore your, your own band's t-shirt, it's like, that's... While playing live. Well, no, not no, even while playing. Just, no. just you, can't, you can't, like, if you're playing a worn-out gig and you're wearing a worn-out t-shirt, you can't do no. that. Man. Well, I, I, no, I, I just wear shorts. No, like, you but, no, you can't. I mean, like, to be I, honest... You can't even wear it around, though. Nah, we, fuck it. By, not uh, a t-shirt. I wear, I wear a worn-out hoodie every so often because... Yeah, yeah. I fucking it's like it. It's a nice hoodie, look. And at the end of the day, and I hope there's someone that's listened to this now that's offended, but... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear yeah, yeah. whatever the yeah. fuck I want. And I remember it had, that was like, because like, I fucking paid for all of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we all so, fucking paid so for them. So you're saying to me, you would wear a worn out t-shirt at a worn no, out gig. No, not a t-shirt. No, no, not a not our gig. I'd wear that's, that's a worn out hoodie. Point. No, no. Like, I mean, Zora do the thing where they all wear... Um, Oh yeah, so, actually, that's a good point. I think I remember, like, that's I was there with a, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah, the uniform. But I was like, oh yeah, I think something about that was cool. But I'm talking about just your day-to-day life, and I remember, like, like I've hung out with so many bands that, like, I look up to, being like, fuck, and the boys are wearing their own, to wear, they wearing their own yeah. fucking hoodies, and I'm like, you can absolutely do it. And like, I remember there was one time I was out and I had a worn-out hoodie on, and someone was like. Well, are you, is, is that your, is that your, are you wearing your man's hoodie? And I was like, yeah, I am, yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. <Was it>? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you want to not talk to me because of that? Fuck. <laughs> I will do what the fuck I want to do at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, okay, and I, I love our hoodies. Like, Daniel, give us one. Give us an unwritten rule. When her brother falls in the pit, you pick that brother up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Like, don't be fucking... There's, there's having don't the crack, and I'm fucking... I'd be flying around the place, but someone falls, you pick him up, man. Like, or you don't be throwing fucking arms and elbows in the fucking pit. Uh, there's nothing worse hardcore than dancing thing. Fucking... You hear that now, Evan? It's not me, boy. It's not me. I, just, <laughs> I, I just come from the top rope. <laughs> I come from the. I swan Tom bomb. I set myself in like I'm. I'm one of the Hardy Boys. Like, yeah, it's, it is one of the most um, used rule of the lot. Is if a mm. dude hits hits the floor in the pit, pick, pick him, him up, straight him up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. It's okay. not about actually going in to hurt someone at all. Okay, like. Daniel, that's that's boring. Um, we'll give you another one. We'll give you another go. Don't fucking crowd surf a million times. 
No. It's fucking yes. people that I like that. Depends what, depends what gig you're at. However, like however. Nah. Yeah. Depends I, what gig I, you're at. There's always one asshole who has to do it fucking nah. 10 times more than anybody else. And he's bleached and there. And one time it was... And it's, yeah, that's me. There's also Emma Carroll as... Uh, well, uh, on my on my thing, I'm on the top, so I'm on the top. What were you saying about Emma? Go on. Fucking bloodstock when we went to see Tenton's Slug. She literally. They're not a crowd surfing band, though. Oh, they were for fucking this. I I did about three times. I'd say that's too much. What are you doing? Like she definitely went twelve times easy, if not more, to the point where she made acquaintances with the bouncer. I love her, like classic. And actually, in in the in the video in the video of Chen, she's gonna kill me if she hears this. But in the video, um, Ronan is like, you, you can hear her once she goes oof, and it's because somebody has dropped Emma. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So don't um, over. No, dive. there's there's no there's root no there's rules to that. Like if you're. No, come to no, one of our, I, I, come no, to one of our gigs, jump no, up like no, it's like a fucking slight. No, I, I'm with Danielle on that. No. There's guys that just fucking constantly do no. it. They're just the but like the you. You go to like you. If you saw every time I die in Dublin, literally, they're like, "Get the fuck up here!" It's a hardcore show, and just that's what you just but go around. This, there's rules. That's fine. But, but there's, there's rules to that. Like, that keeps fucking doing it more so than yeah, anybody if it's else. Not, if it's not I've in the seen right them context, in festivals but... the whole lot. Yeah. There's the same yeah, yeah. shithead that will yeah. do it yeah. 10 times more than anybody else and you just want to punch them in the end because you yeah. certainly don't want and to And the big them. thing as well, you have to keep your legs like up in the air. There's nothing worse than getting a belt of a boot. Oh yeah, no, you spread yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Spread the legs. Spread the legs, yeah. <laughs> spread the legs. Spread the legs. <laughs> the legs. <laughs> Go on, Jack. Uh, just one that springs to mind. I've nothing prepared now, but um, like the the thing I have mind in, in mind is don't be a spa. But the <laughs> way this, the, the way yeah, the, the specific example I can give is uh, like people with phones taking videos. Oh. So it's just I think it's, oh, yeah, it's oh, different oh, yeah. to any to most most yeah, uh, I, type, types of gigs you go to, whereby you go to metal gig and people just kind of know. Don't just don't be taking videos through the this whole This is set, such like, a huge people. thing now, like, like, yeah. I, and I don't mean now, like, someone capturing the gig properly, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. people taking, uh, just taking three uh, fucking songs worth of material with their phone, yeah, or phone. even just kind of just take just being just being like spaz, like taking kind of short videos, maybe like snaps or whatever. Like when it's tasteful or when it's funny or when it's when you like you know it's in the right context, fair enough. But just like one example is um remember that time I don't know like was I saying this before, but um when we played the Simon, the Simon charity gig. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's a good example of how shit gets policed at gigs as well. So we were playing last at the Simon thing, we came out at like twelve um after a few now, all of us, uh, except Ollie for all Ali. Um and about halfway through the gig, there was like all these people came in to the gig who had, uh, they like weren't into metal at all or whatever. I think they'd like didn't get into some club or whichever. So they ended up anyway wandering in to. I remember up, this. Upstairs. I remember this. I yeah. was at the merch table. I remember yeah. this. And there was like about 15 young people came in, like, you know, not the regular young people uh, yeah. to get into Havana's or whatever, came in. 
scanners and like took over the pit and they're all just like taking videos coming right up to us and like they found they found it funny they're like oh the boys are are headbangers like whatever um i thought it was personally i thought it was hilarious because i was like man this is just like like unless something kicks off now this is actually grand um but like the the metal heads at it got got fairly annoyed at the at the lack of respect or whichever they're like, yeah which is fair like, enough videos in their face so i think it, that was just a good example of how it was like a no go don't do this at a metal gig and it happened and it was actually policed like you know but did they not no i might be wrong at this but did they not start like being really there was some girl there or was it yeah, there was yeah. an incident afterwards where yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that. then get the yeah. fuck out. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it ended up kicking off. Like, I hopped into the yeah. crowd. Like, midway I remember. Through. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was was it was it your sister? Was yeah, it kind my, of, yeah. yeah, my sister. I was my like, I wanted to be sure to put their phone away. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the big fucking kicked off. And you just uh, stood during... in between them while playing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just hopped off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a Got classic. Messy, yeah, I have a classic one. Don't bring fucking food to a heavy metal gig. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, brutal, but the like... different yeah difference was it was uh, Baylor's EP launch thing in Golden Discs at like two o'clock. So yeah. I decided to take my break oh, at two yeah. o'clock, and we were talking about it because Baylor have the the new documentary in it, and they did the live chat. And the second that gig came up, I was like, loads of us were like, do you remember the smell of Evan's garlic cheese chips? And I was like, <laughs> I was on my fucking break. What do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> but again, to go, to go back to like people videoing, I get that people are, and this is something I've like had for years. Like I get that people are like, oh, they don't like it, blah, blah, blah. But someone that's playing a gig or at a gig, I don't give a fuck anyone else is doing if i'm into what's going on stage i i'm it's so easy for me to just fucking yeah. move up just say, no tune yeah. it the fuck out if you're really yeah. here if this yeah. is what you really care about and you're here yeah someone sure. else's fucking phone isn't it's different now if they're in front of your face but just ask them to move over but like in a like we if if this was the case now that like no one can have their fucking phone out we come back and like unless we have like you know it's great to get um fucking instagram stories at the end of it do, do you course, know what i mean like little, little things like that but at the end yeah. of the day when i'm playing or if i'm at a gig and i'm watching a band i really like none of mm. you exist to me apart from yeah watching that yeah, band yeah. Do you know what i mean but apart that, from that's... the fucker that's in your way with the fucking thing uh, <laughs> push them out of the way watch the band like do, yeah. like they're I sometimes, but sometimes you you actually yes. fucking can't, you know, because yes. you're so, up and down. I, 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 you know I totally I mean? get it. I friends totally get different, it. You know? Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's Our not about friends. friends. I just think in general, it's like I think that's a thing that's given out about so much when really it's not oh, that yeah. big of a fucking yeah. thing. It rare, and it, it does, becomes a problem. It rarely, like, let's be honest. I think people are, like talking about it so much. It's rarely like, becomes a problem, feel. but it's a fucking prominent problem. Is it? Yeah. yeah, because well, these no, guys well, always have their fucking I mean, phones up. This yeah, is my yeah, phone now. This is what I mean. Uh, like this is my <laughs> fucking Go on, phone. Jack. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying that was my that was my uh, an unwritten rule about metal gigs. Let's say local metal gigs. That's all it was. It wasn't like in the grander scheme of like mm. you know, the whole phone, the old like the overarching. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a main gig in Dublin. 
there's fucking phones in your face and you actually cannot move because yeah yeah, yeah for so a yeah. massive massive thing maybe yeah. i totally get it and i yeah i yeah. I, I, I get that yeah. but i think if like that's i understand you can you can physically move yeah. around yeah yeah but well, anyway, not, not, not even that like, but it's just like you, yeah. <laughs> just don't bring fucking fuck, food like. to the gig man <laughs> Because I was at fucking. I don't devil... have a fucking gig at lunchtime, so. <laughs> I was at, um, I think it was Devil Driver in Dublin, right? And um, we get in there, it's the academy, right? And some sicko, some sicko had brought in pistachio nuts, right? <laughs> and had fucking ate the nuts and fucked the pistachios on the floor. And if you're wearing oh, cons, the pistachio oh, shells no. will go through your fucking cons. Or else they will become, you're like on fucking ice. So you're literally, so don't bring fucking food. And if you're bringing drink as well to the fucking, to the gig, you know, just, you know, yeah, it's going to be knocked out of your fucking hand. So don't bring it up to the front because it's going to be knocked out. Don't wear front. cons if you're going to eat pistachio nuts at a gig. That's actually the number one <laughs> yeah. fucking rule. Imagine like, someone brought rule. pistachios to heavy metal. So don't bring food to your fucking gig for, for a heavy metal gig. And don't wear sandals or fucking socks either. For heavy metal gigs, <laughs> whatever. I, I disagree. Where, yeah, yeah. Wear whatever the fuck you want, really. I, I hope, I hope the next gig we do, everyone wears sandals and socks on their fucking no. hands. It is, a, it is a thing though, because it becomes, it comes into genres. Sometimes I see it uh, where, where people get too rigid on what, what they think they should dress like based on. Do whatever genre. the fuck you want to do. And that, yeah, do whatever that the might, fuck you want to do. That might sound really shallow, but I see, I see it happens. People. Yeah, and just I be sound if people are overthinking what they're doing, because yeah. I play this yeah. type of music, I shouldn't wear this. People yeah. are going, what's the story? Like, what's Makes the story? Man wearing a pair like. of blue shorts, like, you know. I don't know. fuck what you're wearing, boy. It's summertime. If you're an asshole, no, that will come across. No, but if you're no, sound, no. I'm like, yeah. if you're sound. It doesn't come into being sound Chris, if you're wearing a fucking no, yeah. pair of navy blue fucking pinstripe yeah. fucking shorts. And what about, Chris, what, what about Chris? What about Chris from Z Ren coming with fucking Hawaiian shirts whenever you're like, yeah, fucking that's the way everyone yeah, like, I love that. Like, Chris has done the hard time, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, Chris, but not the first, first time you've met him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 first time you meet him, you start from day one, and it's fucking great. Wear whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah, yeah. On that, my, my dad actually was on about when he went to see Queen and Slane, yeah. and he said back then. Like slip on shoes were fucking all the rage, and he fucking ended up coming home with only one shoe. He fucking slip on shoe was left in the sling. Um, so yeah, we, when we went back to see Metallica there last year, we said we'd try and find out. <laughs> <laughs> it was his first time back as well. Don't wear oh, slip really? on <laughs> shoes to metal games. <laughs> <laughs> I wore, I wore these slave, the like. fucking Slayer and obituary name and oh. halfway through I was fucking in the mosh pit and I kind of gone fuck I'm down a shoe <laughs> <laughs> there you go that happened to Isaac at, uh, every time I die as well he had to go up at the end of the night uh, the band that were taking things down were Higher Power as well which are another unbelievable band but he came up holding a shoe being like did you did you see the other shoe? And the lad just burst out laughing behind the drum kit. They just threw him back his other shoe, being like, <laughs> Yeah, we, we found your shoe. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, and he was like, Oh, thanks. And then just walked off and bought his shoes. Like, he was like, Yeah, fuck it. Like, I had a great time. <laughs> also, don't wear a patch or a t shirt of a band that you don't know fuck all about. Oh, yeah. Big no. <laughs> don't wear yeah. the t shirt. I don't think there's any band T-shirt that like 
that's alien to me. That's more of yeah. like a yeah. um, so, like Penny's thing, like where they have like the Nirvana t-shirts yeah, and shit. Yeah. Like, you never you could bring it into that. Name, yeah. The, yeah, I I I I get that, but the other part of me is like, well, maybe if they get that, they'll be forced to listen to a song, and that you know. I don't know. I just you I don't like. So. You I don't so. like giving out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love. I love giving out. But I think people. I, I, yeah. Like you've got all these fucking U.S. celebrities, the Kardashians and all them. Oh man, <laughs> and the others fucking fools as well, and they're all wearing Slayer or fucking Exodus yeah. and Metallica, and they haven't. The does that does that rile you up, Richie? Yeah. Does that really get, get, you get your goal? Yeah. Is that is your goal been got there? Yeah. <laughs> how does that make you feel angry man angry. yeah <laughs> like i i i, I, I get it on the time i get it to a certain extent it's like it's like i think the only part of that that pisses me off is like if there's people that i went to school with that fucking like it was like i was a i was a smelly kid like i had dreadlocks and everything like so but they would give out about like how I looked and the music I listened to and all this fucking shit. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But then you'll see them later on and they'll have like a Metallica t-shirt and it'll be like one that they bought off. Uh, what's that website? Depop or Be Bebop or something. But like this really old school vintage one that costs loads because they're actually into their fashion now and old school shit like that is actually really cool. That's where I'm like, fuck you, you absolute asshole. Like there's something connected to it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. yeah Actually, another story about my dad. He's a massive Deep Purple fan. Yeah. And uh, he's seen a dude in, in Limerick wearing a Deep Purple t-shirt. And Deep Purple had just released their, um, their album Bananas at the time. And my dad went up to him and was like, oh, because he's pure fan. He's like, oh, Deep Purple. He's like, well, what do you think of Bananas? Do you like Bananas? <laughs> and your man was like, what? <laughs> They're a great source of potassium. <laughs> that just was like, oh, do you like bananas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking at him like he was fucking high or something. Uh, and we can never rule that out. <laughs> high as shit. And, and yeah. that, that we're on about sandals and socks, another thing for me, kills my ankles, is don't fucking wear high heels to a fucking metal gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you just haven't learned to walk in them, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yeah. worse. Getting fucking stabbed by high fucking by stilettos yeah. into the fucking feet while you're fucking I, th I think I oh, think at the end uh, of the day, like any the reason why I hate all like don't wear this or blah blah, it's like Man, if you want, like, it's not like we have fucking people out the door coming to Irish, like, metal gigs in general. It's like, it, it is niche. At the same time, if someone wants to come in and spend the money, as long as they're not being fucking assholes as people, yeah, I don't give a fucking shit if you're wearing a tracksuit. I don't so give you a just want the money, Evan, is it? I love it so. I love money, man. So much. But you like, in general, it's like we we that's what that's what people we can't we can't give out about um like being like oh you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this and yeah. then be like yeah. oh yeah no one comes to gigs it's like yeah because you're making it so awkward that I feel like I'm gonna yeah. do something wrong. But Come these are the unwritten rules like, of metal, Evan. This yeah, well, I'm never, ever. I if anyone writes them down, you can go fuck yourself. Like, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, put on my I own think... band's hoodie there now and be like, fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good point, though. And I think it comes into genres sometimes a bit as well. Like, um, 
an example that comes to mind is Joe the the band Happy Alone. Um, like while they're not metal, I think they're they're an unbelievable. Uh, I think they're an unbelievable Cork band. Like they're yeah, an unbelievable yeah. band. Uh, but like the fact that they're coming out of Cork, I think is is phenomenal. And like they're wearing tracksuits. Not to mention whatever. That's their vibe. Like yeah, yeah. But yeah, like whatever about people, and even like whatever. But are they metal? Like, the people are no, but um, there's like like I I'd, I'd be I I think they're savage. Like I, I the I exact same, man. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Body bag, of, body bags is. I cleaned I cleaned the, the mold off my old house's room listening to body bags. Like yeah, like, yeah. that's the first time I heard it. I was like, I love this band. Well, like, they're seven, like they featured on um, the last Bring Me the Horizon uh, mm. uh, I EP suppose thing. they're 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 like by curious then. Yeah, no, yeah, but but the no. thing is well like so? yeah, maybe like in um not musically, but like they might what I'm saying is like with a genre thing, they might fall like within the as in they somehow Ele- electronic and metal will go yeah in some way hand out. i i'm like very uh like when yeah add like uh an electronic element into like heavier stuff i yeah. have a natural thing to just be like yeah don't like, like yeah but like when you but i try to fight like, that like yeah this band are just like being basically the point is though this band are being themselves they're a savage outfit and i would go into one of their gigs wearing a fucking crowbar hoodie mm. and expect it not to be an issue at all. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, totally. So, That's the it's called reverse psychology. Fit. Yeah, yeah. And so he did like it. If they, he just if got one them, fucked. If one of them came into a, a crow's a gig, they shouldn't they shouldn't they shouldn't make, have to change to feel any different yeah, like totally. At the um, end of the day, there's unwritten rules. This is what we're getting to. So yeah, if they yeah, arrive yeah. into a crow's a gig wearing a fucking pink top, blue yeah. fucking pants and yellow and fucking get, runners I'd hope they straight away, they, straight I'm away wearing a tie dye. I'm wearing a tie dye Dylan Escape <laughs> fucking t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, stand look, out, I mean, stand up, but they wouldn't be hostile. That's that's all of yeah. us here. But like you're talking about the fucking, you know, the stonework. Does anyone have a piece of? Does anyone have a piece of paper go, and a pen? Does anyone have a piece of? We'll write these rules and fucking <laughs> scratch them off right now. Two tablets. Yeah, two tablets. <laughs> <laughs> What about this one? Always. I think there should be 10. What about this one? Don't ask the band repeatedly to play your favorite fucking song. Oh, yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's just ignorant. Like, that's, that happens more. Yeah, that's so fucking ignorant. Awful, awful shit. Jack, have you ever had it that someone, like, you play a song and then. Later on the set, someone like shouts the song they know of your band. You're like, yeah, we played that already. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the one thing you knew. Yeah, I saw a good one once. Um, and uh, I hate God in the Voodoo Lounge in Dublin. What a band! And, uh, and uh, one one fucking idiot the entire gig kept going anxiety hangover, anxiety hangover the whole way through. And eventually, uh, during between the break uh, between two songs, Jimmy Barr was just like, Joe, you can listen to that at home on the record. And yeah, <laughs> silence at the gig, and everyone was like, yeah. "That's one of those that's things that was probably next." But you were so busy. Yeah, yeah. They didn't play it like he was just like, "Fuck you, Joe." What a band, too. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh, shit savage. like that. You just don't, you know. Fucking stop pestering the band. Stop, yeah, stop being a spy. You know? like. <laughs> also, as a musician as well, um, is there an unwritten rule? 
especially in a black metal band, Jack, if you appeared on stage with a fucking sky blue, makeup. sky blue guitar, yeah, blue jeans um, <laughs> and a pink T-shirt and expect to play that or black metal. I'd that is an unwritten that, rule. This is actually, you this wouldn't is a big fucking issue. do it. Uh, this is a huge issue. No. Um, <laughs> 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 jeans jeans are a huge <laughs> issue right now in black metal. Like. <laughs> but, uh, no, it really, it really is a thing that um, like you have a lot of the really like top European black metal bands and even some of the, I know some of it's like post black metal or black gays, whatever, deaf heaven, but like even... Um, Remember, Evan, one of your friends, uh, Sasha, was uh, mm. like he was friends with the lads in Der Vegeiner Freiheit. Yeah. And they yeah, just, yeah. they play like the most vicious black metal, but they just wear like jeans and t shirts. And yeah, he brought yeah, that yeah. up how he enjoyed going to a black metal gig, not being necessarily a black metal person, and just watching lads in jeans and t shirts playing this absolute, oh, it, like it's incredible black metal. Yeah, and, it is. Yeah, a, yeah. Lot of, a lot of modern bands do that. Um, so there's a lot, like there's a lot to be said for that, and it's good that there's people are dressing as themselves as well, like which is grand. But uh, obviously, do you ever heard? Like, I remember there's this band that like <clears throat> this again, like back in the day where you open Kerrang, and you're like, oh, three inches of blood. Oh, yeah. they sound like they're going to be fucking yeah. sick. Like I'm, I kept seeing them. Finally got the internet listening to him. They're fucking Viking metal. I was like, you fooled me. I was like, I thought you guys yeah, were going to sound good. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. work. A shout out to Wayne as well, who gave out to us. Um, he messaged me the last time we talked about Viking metal and he uh, gave out to us. But uh, sorry, but it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Um, also, and it really annoyed me, and I don't know why, but. I was at a fix, you know, a fix, Jack, do you? They're a death metal, brilliant death metal band. And here's this guy at it. He's not Irish. I know he's fucking not Irish. And I'm looking at him and he's I'm wearing... Go to the Jacks there now or else He's wearing a Europe t-shirt. <laughs> a fucking Europe t-shirt with this permy hair and flicking the hair back. And I'm going, why is this guy at the fucking front of a yeah. six with a fucking Europe t-shirt and I annoyed the shit out of me. Are you for real? You know, don't wear yeah. t-shirts that will provoke other metal fans. Yeah. Might as well have been wearing... kind of funny too though. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> obviously, but I mean, but still, it, it annoys yeah, the shit out of others though. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing like as well, like people turning up who clearly no interest and just annoying other people. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember I went to it was Conjurer and Baylor in Fred's and when Conjurer were on, there was this guy and I think there was a group of them and they weren't Irish again. Um don't know what they what they were over for. And there was one of them out of his tree, but he was just going around like touching everybody and like fucking wrecking everybody said to the point where I actually left because it was near the end and I was like I can't handle being around this guy anymore yeah. I have to go Fuck yeah I've, um, I've come across a few absolute dickheads like that around like <laughs> when we played the uh our album launch there was there's this guy and he like I don't know what his buzz is um but like he just kept fucking even during sound check he was coming up and he was like 
Yeah, what was he like, doing at sound check? Like floating around the place, and uh, I was just like, <laughs> the guy is out, out of his mind or whatever. But then he started putting his foot up on the stage, and his can, foot was. Can like, you oh. actually rule me out at this stage? In case. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you were there. You saw the You saw this thing. Your man like put his foot on my pedal board during his antics oh. of him pretending to be like a like some that's sort of rock a niche niche. That's a fucking yeah, niche during, niche. During sound check. And I was like, here, man, get your foot off the pedal board. And uh, he was like, Jesus. oh, John, I'm just having a, I'm having a bit of crack. I was like, yeah, but get your foot off my pedal board. And, that's uh, just, that's like, blatant nish nish. Yeah, like, like 10, 10 minutes before we went on. And uh, I remember, I think you were floating around, Rich. You were just like, oh, what the fuck is after happening there now? But uh, that, it's just like ridiculous shit. Like, Or the fucker that lingers on the stage. He makes it up to the stage. <laughs> And you expect him to dive. You and have to go. Yeah, you have to go. You got to go. Then he stays. He stays yeah, yeah, yeah. for that extra. That's the worst, man. Do you know that's yeah. worse than Evan's guy on the keyboard last time. You know, that was the sick. Thing. That wasn't bad. That was class. <laughs> Ep- Epica was the name of that Epica. band as well. Like. Yeah. So glad just... I found those videos too. Like. <laughs> It's the worst thing you could ever see, Joe. I was watching um, a video. Actually, uh, remember Evan, Alex, um, Alex from Tomb shared us um, a Magruder grind live video. And, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, lads, yeah. There's lads just on stage the whole time. But at the start, there's a guy on stage for about two or three minutes. And you can see the band just looking at each other going, Joe, is your man serious like yeah. he's just on the stage you're still here yeah, yeah you're still <laughs> here you may as well be in the band like at that joe a featured artist i think the longest i, I ever like... stayed on a stage was for baylor at knockin but in my defense i was wearing a fucking gorilla suit <laughs> and the second i was i was basically supposed to come out hype people up for a minute less and jump but then like a band comes on so the smoke came out and I remember saying to Chris before it's like don't pressure me to jump because I can't see in this fucking thing at all <laughs> and I remember just going being like I have no idea what's going to happen now but I'm going <laughs> it's, again it's an unwritten rule is don't buy anything from the merch booth until the gig is over instead of at the start because you're stuck then with the merch watching the band and you're like, a, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, on your, on your, on your own thing. You, you yeah. Yeah. Get screwed on chicken sold out as well. That's, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like with, with the seed, you have to buy it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a open, great yeah, example. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. You yeah, you're in. fucked. Yeah. Remember, yeah, we so. went to see uh, Sleep in uh, Desert Fest. Desert Fest. So, uh, like, seeing Sleep in London, and they were on at eight. Uh, so we got there at like seven, or maybe it was even. I think what was in the throne room were sporting, so we were in a bit early. But we were, I'd say we were there two hours before sleep came on. And like there, it turned out their merch, uh, their merch stand got set up at about three in the day and everything was sold out <laughs> by about four. Oh, and they weren't playing till that night. So when people are streaming in, everything was already cleared out. Like, Gone, so like yeah, yeah. It depends. Like sometimes I would say at a festival like Roadburn or something, sometimes as well, or if you want to get the t shirt of the festival, mm. stuff like yeah. that is like, um, might be an exception. But in general, yeah, if it's at a local gig, wait till the end of the night. Wait yeah, till you're yeah, hammered yeah. and just buy a load of shit. Local gig, definitely. I bought this, like, the second I went in. Um, and I think I, 
had a bag. No, I didn't. I put the two of them on on top of me. I was. I knew I was going to be. No matter what I was coming home with, was going to need to be washed twice. But I was like, I'm getting it now while it's still there. Like this was Dillinger Escape Plan's last yeah. ever tour. Like yeah, this was yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. getting it straight away. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not waiting around till after when everyone's hammered, being like, I'll actually buy a t-shirt. I was like, no, I'm getting yeah. one now. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. What about the one about don't talk, I suppose, don't talk about a band, we'll say, that are playing on the stage, but you know fuck all about. In oh, what, they're like, a fucking great band. Oh, I've seen them loads. Of, and then somebody fucking just pulls on it and go, really? How many times? Like, I always I think, wonder about people like that. They just go, oh, they're fucking amazing. But have you really? Seen have them? you really listened? Yeah, I think oh, one I thing I hate is, yeah, one thing I hate so fucking much is that I have no problem like when you're watching a band turned to someone being like that was fucking sick yeah i like that yeah yeah but then i know people and i'm not naming names because i will get in trouble <laughs> but like just like on a consistent level being like i like i didn't ask for commentary for the entire thing do you know what i mean like, <laughs> but it's like that fucking constant thing of being like every single thing or like they're talking about gear they have it's like do that when they're setting up it's like yeah that's fucking sick oh yeah i love those blah blah when the gig is on let me fucking watch it like i'll turn to you i'll say like that sounds fucking class like you know yeah cool but that's about all the kind of interaction i want to exactly that's all you have with other people during it like away away. yeah but there's people that are like fucking I love the blend. No, no, I was like, fucking hell. Thank, thank God you're here because I wouldn't have realized that they were playing a gig unless you were telling me constantly that the gig is happening. Like, I'm like, that fucking, that really gets me. And I've done it before where I start, like, I'll be talking to someone, like, and if I'm doing this, it's a sign, like, you, like, I just leave me alone, let me watch it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Any other ones? I'm after coming up with a shitload. You've done zero research, lads. I'm fucking disgusted with you. We're tr- we're trying to we're trying to cross yeah. these these. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to make uh, I'm just trying to make you out to be an asshole, like. Hateful, <laughs> yeah. hateful shit. What about the what yeah. about the other fuckers that are on the phone, non fucking stop? <laughs> well, like actually, talking like talking talking, talking on the phone. texting. Oh yeah. fuck yeah. me! They yeah. just wrecked my head. Yeah, I had a good one yeah. once. Uh, I was at a gig uh, in Fred's and someone was chatting to me about the band. Uh, like you were saying there, Evan, uh, while yeah. the band were playing and I was actually just trying to watch them and they were telling me about the band, but they were so hammered. They, they were also on their phone at the same time as they were screaming about the band. No interest were, in anything. Yeah, but, yeah. They were, but they were on Tinder as it was, as it was on the <laughs> and they were a lot. So I was just standing there just after like a pint, my first pint going... Jesus Christ! But um, I've actually, I've, I've actually, I'm just looking at this person that's like you know on on Tinder, like right in front. It's of funny. Me. I've actually, I've, I've genuinely like seen like cause you'll see it over the corner eyes, like but I've seen lads at gigs in like Fred's. I've seen at Dally as well at the Christmas thing. Like all this fucking crazy shit's going on. They're going through Tinder. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like. I mean, like, fuck. I don't. I don't use it, but fair play. I don't. I don't know how engrossing it is or how fucking obsessive it is. But I've seen lads that are just like. <laughs> I also, and I'm not going to mention the band either. There was a band on just before us, and I was like, you know, swapping over stuff, helping the drummer take stuff off, and he literally goes to me. He was like, I like, 
this is in Dublin now. <laughs> Handed me his phone. He's like, will you just hold that there for a second? I'm holding his phone and his right simple. But like, yeah, no worries, bud. And he's just like straight on Tinder. And I'm like, so you think the gig went well? Yeah. <laughs> what do you, do you, you already want me- had it opened up like? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she looks cool. Like, what do you want me to what what do you I, what do you want from me here? Like, <laughs> so you, do you like her? Swipe right for you? Yeah, yeah. What do you? What, what is like swiping right as well? Is Jesus? I have that no way. clue, and I'm fucking relieved what? I don't. I have a clue, but is right not meaning that the screen flows to the right? If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so if you flick to the right, you're like you're, you want to match. That's the match. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. Did you do it for him? <laughs> Actually, lads, lads, that reminds me. That reminds me of a fucking class uh, lyric in um, a local band, uh, Magna Pinna. I think it's another yeah. pop song, but they have that. Um, they had like the lyrics of that are about Tinder. Um, so it's like swipe, 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 swipe to the left. They actually, the, the yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so good. Like the first time I picked up on that, I was like, "Oh, the boys!" Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Great lyric. Jesus Christ! So don't be on fucking Tinder and a fucking unless you're me. unless you're in the Magda Pinna. Oh, there's loads of shit I don't like. <laughs> so that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I went to the Jacks there a minute ago, and I look way more tanned than this uh, camera is letting just off. Light, I just wanted to let. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. That. I believe yeah. you. Oh, I'm so I went I was there like holy fuck who's that I just wanted to get that out yeah yeah. I yeah, see you have a great tan there does none of you actually still kind of hoping to jam together or anything like that no we can from the 8th of June um, we're able in in the rehearsal space that we're in we're, we're, we're able to to jam okay. to get people together or whatever yeah um, for short periods is what um, it's down as but like we've been kind of doing like two members at a time mm. you know that that kind of thing so from the 8th now I feel like that's that alone I don't there's one thing not being able to do gigs or anything but being able to actually practice and play together like I'll this whole thing will just be so much easier so much yeah. easier like so what what's happening on day of the June well, that's just um, for the place that we rent, that we right. practice in. Yeah. Um, like we've been sent like certain dates. Like uh, to be fair to Richie now, who who owns the, the studio that we um, practice in, like he's been he's sent like uh, texts with like these days, like blah blah. Like I've I've been able to go up on my own, play drums. That's fine if you're there on your own. Um, but I think it's on it's on, it is it's on the eighth. Um, now that you can go in with three or four people for short mm. periods of time, and oh, that, okay. That, okay. that alone straight away, I'm just like, cool. oh, Thank like all, all the all the public yeah. rooms are they're closed. Like there is no, it's only people that um, are renting and that that have the the full time place there. Like you can have yeah. three. I was I was up there. I, I did a bit of messing around the other night, so uh, that was my first time up there in a long time. So yeah, there'll be riffs played soon enough, like with uh, other Good. people. Yeah, Good. definitely. What did you think of the collaboration between Worn Out, Baylor, and Pooh? Give me the letter. Hero and Error. Hero and Error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Fucking sick. Yeah. That was all. Yeah. The all, fucking all tones Alex, like... straight away. Like as soon as oh, the he knows, kicked yeah. in, it was just like. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, no, the, the lads have it. I think um, they have, there, there's there's more to come on that as well. Yeah, um, nice. There's more to come uh, mm. with more people on it and stuff. But uh, I think what the lads have done there is unreal. Uh, that that was yeah. that was all Alex. Um, he, fair play to him. Like, like, Pro. When went up. like yeah. Doing, doing the shit proper, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I know, I think... Um, from my understanding is Alex and Confi, who's the drummer in uh, Hero and Error, Hero and Error yeah. had planned on doing something, but this is before kind of lockdown happened. And they, you know, both of them realized I, that they were like, oh, we can, we can still do something. Like, I, I'm not entirely sure of the whole process of the whole thing, but like, fair fucking play to him. Like, and to put a Deftones tune as well that isn't just yeah. the same as like of of all yeah. tunes to put yeah. up that is a lovely like, one to do, lovely yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really good. So they have they have more they have more tunes coming up. Um, I hope they just they keep doing it as well. Yeah, and just Absolutely. have more and more more and more people on it. Like, cause it's please, just please. Yeah, yeah, it's so well done as well. Like you know, I I know. Sound is brilliant, man. Yeah, Conf, Confi's using that EMAD thing. Like, so basically, it's like a trigger that. You put on your bass drum, and the mic picks everything up. Mm. Like he, like the the sound he's getting on his kit is just a, like this kind of trigger thing on his bass drum that manages to to capture everything. It's the Yamaha wow. Emad Ten or something. They're fucking Jesus. amazing. Like, I think as well, just like during all this, just to have bands that would be close doing doing something together like that, like is just it's like it was heartwarming for me. Like I had nothing to do with that. But like yeah. I'm just looking at it as as a fan point of view, being like mm. that was just I was like, oh, things are going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know? things are going. You can be still okay. see there's a there's a community there. Like yes, you know, there it's is, not like yeah. it's not like people just do gigs and don't talk. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, they're they're definitely out there and they're listening to us as well as everything else. So lads, okay. thanks a million again for showing up tonight, having the crack, having a few beers. Daniel, da- Daniel on the water, we'd say not must have been a great yeah. weekend. Yeah. That's all I can fucking say <laughs> on the water. Uh, <laughs> okay, lads, thanks for the take care. We we'll talk again in a few weeks time, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for